History starts now on the Two Minutes for Roughing podcast. Welcome to Two Minutes for Roughing, Episode Seven, featuring Cole Bonnet. I'm your host, host Andrew. Andrew. I'm your host, Andrew Marsh. Let's say hello to the boys. With me is Chuck Kraus. Hey, and, hey. And Corey Madden. Hello. You can follow these guys at Kraus underscore MSHN and at <clears throat> Madden underscore MSHN. You can follow me at a Marsh underscore MSHN. All right, now that I got all that out of the way. Good job. I'm looking at these notes, and someone's messing with me right now. (laughs) Because we had Andrew Marshmallow, we had John Madden, but we don't have anything for Chuck. So it makes me wonder who's the one typing all this. No, there's no way. When he said, I'm Andrew Marsh, and then, like, did that make you think of Anchorman? When he was like... Anybody? No. No. Uh, it was like, Corey, it was a good try. He was like, like it, the effort was there. Yeah. <laughs> it made me think of that. And I was trying not to laugh. So I had to like regather myself. All right. Well, uh, okay. We have uh, some time to breathe after a really busy last week of hockey. Um, hey, one and one this past weekend, but the boys got a win on Wednesday. We mentioned that in the last podcast, uh, but we can touch on that if we want. Um, but before we dive into all things hockey, what have you guys been up to? What have you been watching? Anything good on Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max, wherever you guys are watching, Disney Plus? You know. Dude, my wife little... and I got into uh, <clears throat> what are we watching? Oh, uh, Shit's Creek. Nice. We finally started watching. Everyone, yeah. everyone said it's so good and. People are like, I'm so jealous that you guys are getting to watch it right now because they watched it and it's over with. Yeah. So we're really into that right now. Yeah, I've, I've watched a, that too. It's pretty good. I've had a few people tell me I need to watch that. So maybe I do. It's funny. <clears throat> I I just I just started and finished The Mandalorian. Oh, God. I could go on and on yeah. about that show. It's so good. See, I'm not, I'm not into it. Really? I'm not into Star Wars and stuff. Oh, so I, yeah. You know, so yeah, I've never watched any of the Star Wars, but I like the Mandalorian, so I really, need to, yeah, I'm kind of oh, confused really? on what happened, so I need to probably watch some movies. But dude, I like, the, I like the show. It's funny that you know you watch the show and you're like, oh, this is a good show, and then like someone like me, who I am all in on Star Wars. I've watched all the movies, I've watched all the cartoon shows. I, you know, all the new shows, uh, I guess there's only one Mandalorian, but you know, I know all the vid, you know, the video games, I, I know all the lore. So when I see characters that pop up in that show that you, know, you might just be like, Oh, that's a cool character where I'm like, Oh my God, that character was like in episode, whatever from season, whatever. in like the clone wars cartoon show from like 2008 or I don't know, I'm throwing out a random date, but like, Dude, oh my god, so good. I, I was listening to the Riz show. They were talking about it, and uh, 
I guess there was like a surprise character that like came up recently or oh absolutely something like that. Yeah, and they're all jazzed about it. So oh, I mean, do you want me? No, I'm not going to say anything. Whoever hasn't seen it, I'm not going to spoil it. So <laughs> I yeah. mean, I know I know who like some of the ca- like I know who you're ta- talking about. Like I know some of the characters. I've I've watched them. I just haven't watched them as an adult. So it's been you know ten years since I've watched any Star Wars. Damn. So I I know like the ending. I, I got the ending. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, it ends in 2020, right? That's where the <clears throat> Star Wars ends. What? <laughs> Have you guys seen The Last Dance with Michael Jordan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Things awesome. It is good. His career what? was ridiculous, man. What does that have to do with Star Wars? Yeah, Nothing. I changed subjects. <laughs> oh. Have you guys watched The Masked Singer? No. I heard yeah. people that watch that, but... My, my, we were in i was into the first season after that it kind of kind of like at the mass dancer and stuff it's like okay yeah uh, i'm not into that stuff yeah but all right well we got all of our shows out of the way i guess i didn't even really talk about what show i'm watching i kind of just watch whatever tom left some notes what does tom watch tom watches <clears throat> i don't know did he say he watches peaky blinders of Miracle and Men, Fuller House, Fifty First Dates, and WWE. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna take a wild guess. I'm gonna take a wild guess. You can follow Tom Hartback at T Hartback <laughs> underscore MSHN. Fuller House. <laughs> you didn't type that, did you? No, man. Tom, no, you Tom has some weird taste. Although oh, Pinky Binders is a good Pinky show. Blinders is a good show. Pinky Binders is sick. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good show. Arthur Shelby. How are you? Oh man. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> let's let's get off that before we get too far into it. Uh, I wonder who Tom's favorite wrestler is. <laughs> Tom, you, when you listen to this, let us know. You I'm sure it's, it's probably Brett Michaels. Yeah, it could be <clears throat> I'm gonna say Ray Mysterio. I was gonna say him too. Cause he's little Ray, little Ray Ray. Tom likes him big. He's gonna go big show. Yeah, <laughs> it's a big show. It's a big show. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right, let's get into hockey. Yeah. Okay. So, Chuck, you were there on okay. Wednesday at yep. McKendry. Uh, apparently, it was pretty cold, dude. It was freezing. So what's going on over McKendry? It's uh it's because of the hockey season, you know, we're up we're all had canceled games. Well they've had a lot of canceled games. So their main rink, which is really nice, nice stands, nice arena, it's got no ice. It's all melted. So they've been they've been practicing and playing games on the practice rink. So Tom and I broadcasted literally from the glass. So it was like we were standing on the ice. It was freezing. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, like hey, we were on the glass. There was a little ledge on the glass that, that they built, and that's where we broadcasted from. So it was cold, but we were right up there in the action. I mean, it was cool because we were so close, but yeah, man, it was freezing. You're like running back and forth, like following the game. Yeah, we <laughs> were. <the> thing. <laughs> for a while, Todd was standing directly behind Coffee, and we all know how tall Coffee is. So yeah. it's like, when oh, so the you're behind the, the net. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were like at the red line. No, no. We were I, oh my that. God. How do you do that? Yeah, I was and just going to ask that. Dude, well, the team, whatever team was shooting where we were at, it was so hard to call because their 
skating towards us. You can't see their numbers. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. so even even when it was Maryville shooting towards us, it was hard to tell who was who. Man, that would yeah. not be fun. No, it was it was difficult, but we had a good time. We made we made the best out of it. Well, speaking of Tom, we have a little fun story. I I, I feel like we have to wait for Tom to get on the show to talk about this. Well, let's 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 chirp him, and then next next week we'll let him uh, defend, himself. defend himself. Yeah, I was gonna say we we should yeah. let, tell the story, get a little giggles out of it, and then he'll let him tell his version, and then but we know what really happened. Right, exactly. And we're we're very classy people. We're gonna chirp him without him being able to defend himself right now because yeah. we're just classy like that. So <laughs> let's go into it. I mean, Chuck, you, you could probably tell the story since you're the one who actually is on the call with Tom. And Tom is our radio play-by-play broadcaster on KYRO. Uh, and then Chuck is our color for KYRO, as well as the pregame and intermission host with our guy, Will Starwalt. So oh, Will. Yeah. let's hear the story. So, yeah. So the Jens Juliusen story, or should I say... Jens Ulison. <laughs> Jens Ulison. So it, it's not much of a story. Tom calls the game and Jens has actually been playing really well. So his name has been said a lot, but <laughs> Jens is from Alaska and Tom has this um, fixation that he's from like Sweden. So every time, every time Jens gets the puck, he says, Jens, Jens Ulison is up. And even coach Jeff Crenshaw tells him, he's like, Tom, it's Jens. It's Jens. Doesn't matter. Jens Ulison. <laughs> and now, and now he's starting to get it right, but he adds an N in Juliusson. So now it's Jens Juliusson. <laughs> so he's got the J's right now, but he added an N in, N in Juliusson. Oh man! So Yams. now he's now so since he's Jens Ulison, we we call him Yam because <laughs> <laughs> so now he's Yam Yartbeck, <laughs> and I think that's gonna stick. Oh, that I mean that that's so funny because that's exactly how people get like nicknames of like, oh, yeah. stories like that, and you just it just sticks. Yeah, and I and Jens, I I hope Jens doesn't get offended because. Like, we're, it's Jens for now on. You know what I mean? Like, if I say, what's up, Jens? Like, and he's going to be like, what is wrong with these guys? Like, coach, like, <laughs> these guys are calling me Jens. <laughs> you blame we Tom Hartbeck. It yeah, it's Tom Hartbeck. Watch, uh, we haven't talked to him yet, but, like, so Tom was saying that his name is of, like, uh, what did you say, like, Swedish descent? Or yeah, that's, what, so- that's what Tom said or something. So he, instead of the J, it's like a yeah sound. I almost hope that like that is actually yeah because some some people they'll they'll change the pronunciation of their name uh to when they when people would come to america or the united states same thing but um you know when people would come here and they would change their pronunciation of their name to make it more american yeah. uh, so that would be interesting if that actually was the correct way to say it yeah uh because i want to be i, I be actually wrong. hope it is yeah i want to be so wrong <laughs> yeah i think we need to we need to try to get jens on next week we should and not not tell tom and just oh, be like, oh, dude, dude you guys check it we're not gonna tell tom and we're just gonna be like all right we're gonna welcome our guest and he's gonna pop up we'll be like tom who is this <laughs> <laughs> oh that'd be great i love it 
Well, you mentioned that, uh, you know, Jensen's been playing pretty good and uh, he's been playing actually really well. But uh, let's talk about the guys who have been doing great so far. I mean, the team's been doing uh, great other than the, the loss this past Friday. We're going to dive into that. Um, but let's talk, let's talk about these guys and let's do that next here in the doghouse. This ain't your mama's podcast. This is the Two Minutes for Roughing podcast on the Maryville Hockey Podcast Network. All right, welcome to the doghouse. We're going to dive into this weekend's past games uh, as well. We'll get into the McKendry game as well. Uh, so let's just start there with the McKendry game. Uh, Chuck, we've mentioned it earlier. You were the only one that is here right now that was at the game, and you were uh, on the glass, and you were part of the game as a, a bystander, um, running back and forth, apparently. Uh, but 2-1 win, and just to kind of piggyback off what we talked about, our guy Jen's got the game-winning goal. Uh, what was the vibe like in the McKendry, uh, you know, McKendry barn? You know, it was it was a pretty even game. I mean, obviously going off to a two one final, you could gather that, but it was a pretty even game back and forth. It got pretty uh, chippy. Um, couple of their big guys, Hunter, I forget their big guy's name, but he he, he was a he's a big skater, and him and Jim Hunter kept going back and forth with one another. It was really entertaining to watch. But after uh, after Jones got that goal, man, it was because they got a they got a, a goal call back. Yeah, because the the guy guy kicked it in, so the ref called it off, and then Jen scored. So uh, they were pretty amped up, but it was it was a it was a good ending because then we got a penalty and uh, they uh, pulled their goalie, so they had a two man advantage, and you know Ed Coffey stood on his head. It was a, it was a fun game. Yeah, let's talk about all the goalies right now. Uh, we're, we'll dive into this Midland game. I guess you know what? Let's just dive into the Midland games, uh, just because then we can talk about all the goalies because. You know, two and one this past week. All the goalies played great, even in that loss. Johnny Massara looked great. He was, um, you know, I'm sure if you asked the coaching staff and the and the players, they would tell you that he was the reason why you know that game was so close. And then five one dub on Saturday, and that was no thanks to uh, Boily Dominic Boily, who we had on last week. And then of course there's another guy who scored like four goals. We'll we'll, we'll touch on him. Not a big deal, okay. but. Yeah, he played all right. Um, but you look at these goaltenders, and, man, if I'm Coach Hogan and I, like, legit had to pick a number one, I simply wouldn't, at least right now, because these guys all look great so far. Yeah, you can't. I mean, you almost can't. I mean, he said, you know, last time we talked to him, he's going to really have to look at the way these guys play in the upcoming games because – you can't pick a number one, or you can't even pick a tandem right now. Yeah, you know, it's like an embarrassment of riches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it'd be hard to pick a number one, but if I had to, I think I'm picking Dominic. Just the way he played that on that five-one win, but not only not only the way he plays in goal, but the way he plays out, like can move the puck and he moves the puck well. The, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a huge bonus. Like me and Marshy talked about it during the game a lot. But he can get offense going from behind the crease by, I mean, how many stretch passes did he have? He had a few. So, and plus he had a couple saves that were, it weren't even like reaction saves; they were just position saves. So he's he's good 
in the net. He's good outside the net, but he also has really good position. So I, I like I like Dom a lot. Yeah, I, I think it. You know, I mean, you could really say that for for any of them. And all three of the goalies, they they're not like the same goalie. They're all different in their own way, and it all translates into really good goaltending. And not you know, it doesn't you know, it, it helps having you know guys on the back end that are blocking shots. Um, but I mean, dude, some of these games could have been completely different if these guys were oh, yeah. not in net. So, and I'm not a part of the coaching staff and this is just our job to dissect things and give our opinions, whether or not they're good, um, or, or not, uh, most of the time they're not, but, uh, you know, I, I think you kind of just have to roll with what you're doing right now. Like if it's, if it's not broke, don't fix it. And I think as the season will progress, maybe we see someone start to trail off. Hopefully we don't because that means, um, we're winning a lot of games. So I think you just kind of do what you're, you're doing. And then if someone starts to get hot, you ride that guy the rest of the year. And it's not like these guys are seniors. They have a lot of time left in this program. So they're only going to get better and it's going to be exciting to watch. Yeah, absolutely. How, how old's Ed? Is he, he played last year, right? Yeah. He is a sophomore. Okay. Yeah. Six, six. Crazy. dude. He's huge. Because when we were at that McKendry game, man, just – you don't realize – I mean, we see him all the time, but you don't realize until you're not on skates and he is. Like, he's, he's yeah. gigantic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speaking of Ed, we have a, a story that uh, I, I believe this is coming from our guy, Yam, again. Uh, Ed Coffey can read sign language? Okay. So, this is another McKendry story from Yam Yarpek. <laughs> so, we're – mind you, we're behind the net calling the game. All right. Trevor Henson goes down in the offensive zone, which is on the other side of the ice away from us. So Trevor goes down and we don't, we, we didn't see who it was. So, so Tom is behind coffee and Ed's like taking a breather, getting a drink of water. And Tom starts banging on the glass. He starts banging on the glass and pointing towards the line sheet that he has in his hand. And then he starts pointing like down the ice going, who Ew. And Ed's like, Ed looks at him and he looks at me and he looks back at Tom and he goes, 22. And Tom's like, all right, thanks. So Tom gets back, oh, number 22, Trevor Henson's hurt down the other side. And he's like, he can read sign language. I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's sign language. I think no, that's no, 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 no. Basic point, put your finger up. Right. But it was funny. Like he's holding up the line sheet and like pointing at it. Who, who? And Cobby's like, oh, 22. <laughs> so he knew what he was saying, I guess, you know. I mean, hey, that's just innovation from our guy, Yum. Yeah, hey, I'll take it. He, yeah. he got the right uh, information relayed, you know. So, all right, well, we talked about the goalies. Let's dive into some, you know, some other things like the uh, four-goal game by Anthony Stavro on Saturday. I mean, that was incredible. <laughs> I thought you were continuing. No, no. <laughs> yeah, some of those goals were uh, top 10 highlights, ESPN highlights there for sure. Dude, his last one, the backhander coming down, he comes down the side, puts it between his legs, and then backhands, roofs it. Oh, dude, that was sick. Dude, like, I was, when I was calling the game, Corey and I were just, like, talking. You were, yeah. Because 
it's four to one. There's like a minute left in the game, and I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, and they're taking it down the ice, and here they come, blah, blah, blah. Like, I wanted to get my point across what we were talking about so I didn't sound like an idiot, and then, like, I ended up sounding like an idiot anyways for not <laughs> describing what happened until he, like, just put one right under the bar, and I'm like, oh, okay, he just scored. That was cool. I dude, I don't see how he did that. And that is funny because I watched the highlights last night that – Maryville put up and it is you guys are just kind of like talking yeah you know this that goal I mean <laughs> no one saw it coming you know what I mean right the goalie was on his post he was hugging the post and <laughs> that puck had eyes because I don't know how that went over the goalie dude that second goal he had I believe it was on the on the penalty kill shorthanded I yes and that looked just like Jack Harrison's goal from the beginning of the year I think I'll have to watch the replay again but I think his at least one skate was behind the goal line. I mean, he was deep. He was so deep in the zone. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, it was a great game. Damian Karinji got a goal as well. Um, so that was the highlight of Saturday. Friday, not so much. We can dive into that if we want to. In my opinion, I think we just let it go. Yeah. Just We didn't play well. We played great Saturday. It's Move over on. with. Yeah. We don't need to talk about it. Well, I mean, it does show that the team can bounce back from a bad loss. So that's Very a good, true. you know, a good characteristic to have. Sure. I, I, I completely agree. Well, I think that'll do it for the doghouse. We're going to move on over to what else is going around the ACHA with our next segment called Around the ACHA. Get in the box. You're listening to the Two Minutes for Roughing podcast on the Maryville Hockey Podcast Network. All right, now it's time for Around the ACHA. We're going to get into some other games that happened around the league. Let's start with the other team across the river in Lindenwood as they embarrassed. I don't want to say embarrassed. That kind of sounds mean. They took on Missouri State. They won 13-3 in game one and then 4-0 in game two. So kudos to Missouri State for, uh, you know, battling back the next day and not letting it get out of hand like it did in game one. But uh, Lindenwood's a good team. So we're going to see them again later down the road. And, you know, hopefully by that time, everything will kind of be, you know, kind of fit into where it needs to be for this Maryville Saints squad. And... Hey, you know, hopefully the outcome isn't the same that it was last time we played them. Yeah, they're a great team. They're a great organization. And, you know, take a little bit out of it. Speaking of Missouri State, I'm uh, I'm anxious for this road trip against Missouri State in a couple weeks, going mm -hmm. down there, play Friday, Saturday. So I'm anxious to see how, uh, you know, we take them and playing away, you know, seeing how we play away. So, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, same. See how Missouri State bounces back after a tough, a tough weekend game against Lindenwood, and then I think they're playing I Iowa State. Is that what they're playing? And then you know they'll get our boys, but um, hopefully, hopefully, you know, Maryville can throw up some thirteen to three games versus them. That'd be pretty sweet. That would be <laughs> terrific if that would happen. <laughs> I think it's going to be a little bit closer of a game, but. Don't never say never. You never know. Because we've, I mean, I wouldn't go as far as rivalry, but we've we formed a little, little competition with Missouri State, haven't we? 
Oh, oh, you're, oh, I, yes. Uh, Corey, were you talking about Missouri State or Lindenwood? I was talking about Missouri State. Okay, that definitely can happen. I thought you were talking about Lindenwood. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so I think the game might be a little bit closer than yeah, no to kidding. three. <laughs> They're a really good team. But, uh, no, I mean, any any team in, in Missouri for the most part, and obviously McKendry too, but, uh, you know, there's somewhat of a rivalry. Rather, whether or not you're playing them all the time, whether or not they're in your conference, there's still a little bit of, like, you know, a little swag that you need to have because you're playing sure. another team from Missouri. Like, right. It's just, it's just a thing. It's like an in-state rivalry. Not to mention not, Jeff played down there, so. Yeah. Hey, Jeff was down there for quite a few yeah, years. That's, that is that is very true. So I'm sure he'll let the players know. So you know, <laughs> he doesn't end yeah. up, uh, you know, being upset by the end of the weekend. No, we don't want that. He'll, he'll step out on the ice himself. Things get out of hand. All right, let's talk about a couple more teams. We have Jamestown. They took down top five ranked Minot State on Saturday and Sunday. So big wins for for Jamestown and then number one Adrian. They only allowed one goal all weekend to Indiana Tech and two wins for the Bulldogs. And that's not surprising. Adrian's one of the best teams in the ACHA. They have been for quite some time. So uh, no surprises there. Uh, but other than that, not a lot of teams that are playing. Um, hopefully within the next few weeks, more teams start to get going and getting on the ice and playing some more games. But uh, yeah, I guess we'll see. Next week, Liberty. I guess it would be this weekend, this upcoming weekend. The games versus Liberty have been canceled, and I think that is just due to, you know, players needing to get some rest. Um, the schedule hasn't been too kind. Uh, it's just a little bit different than than what these guys are used to. But uh, yeah, I mean, sleep definitely. You know, it doesn't hurt. I know I'm going to sleep like a baby tonight, and I hope those guys do too because they have been putting out way more effort uh, physically than I have in the past, well, a couple of years. So <laughs> I think they, they do deserve the rest. I was I, – I agree oh, 100%. You know, they need the rest, and, you know, we really want to make a uh, – there's no, no secret we want to make a run at, you know, titles this year, right? So um, – I was looking forward to it. It just Liberty's a great program and kind of like the kind of like a Linwood. Like I was really looking forward to Linwood because we know how good they are and I would like to see how we um play up against them. And that's that's what I was looking forward to for Liberty, you know. The hockey team, the the whole program in general. I mean, broadcast, you know, we look at broadcast stuff and they're top notch. Same with their hockey program. So I, I absolutely see why Coach Hogan canceled uh the games. Um, but I was looking forward to it. Yeah, same. I think it would have been a good test on the road. Liberty probably got some – it have been some tough games, but it would have been another measuring stick weekend for sure. Well, unfortunately, like we just said, no games this upcoming weekend. However, more games to come later in the year. Why don't we send it over to our guest this week? We had Cole Bonnet on the show, the defenseman for the Saints. He's been playing really good this this uh this season and we wanted to talk with him see how he thought about things here in st louis his favorite pizza place you know uh being from canada and there's a couple canadians on this team let's see how they get acclimated to good old stl 
and Chesterfield as well. Uh, Chesterfield's got it brings its own heat, if you know what I'm saying. So uh, let's dive into that. Oh, yeah. And we talk about hockey as well. Anyways, here is Cole Bonnet. Now we want to welcome in Cole Bonnet, sophomore from Medicine Hat, Alberta. Cole, how you doing, man? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing pretty well. Can't complain. Uh, so to start things off, so far you guys are three and three. Uh, what if you know you've been playing pretty well so far yourself? Um, you know, just how excited were you just to get back on the ice? Yeah, it felt uh, good to get back at it. It was a long. Well, 11 months for myself because my season last year ended with a broken hand. So quite a long time for me. So I had a lot of energy going into the first week here. And now pretty banged up after it. <laughs> pretty tired. So, yeah, it was pretty good to get back there, though. Yeah, man, like Mark, she said, you've been playing some really good hockey. What, uh, you know, I hate to keep on harping on the whole – COVID thing and what are you guys doing but what is uh like training and stuff like that look like for you um well before I was just doing a lot of the outside workout running trying to stay in shape doing some at-home workouts that type of stuff but now yeah starting yesterday uh, the gyms opened up on campus so we can finally get back there and start getting in the weight room and stuff so uh we so I'm the color, you know, and and Marcy, me and Marcy, work, we work the games together, and I feel like every thirty seconds we're calling your name out for block shots. Is that like something you take pride in, or is it just like I love I love it that you're always diving. It's oh you're everywhere, like all over the ice. But it seems like that Linwood game you blocked about forty shots. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, something I didn't enjoy doing until. Well, I, I still, still kind of say I enjoy doing it, but uh, <laughs> until my last year junior, my coach really harped it on us and said, if we want to win, we got to play this way. And I just started doing it more and more. And I'm just trying to lead by example, I guess, for the rest of the team. And hopefully everyone kind of follows on and block shots as well. So for the most part, this season, you've been paired up with Matt Edgecombe. Uh, what is that relationship like, maybe even off the ice, you know, uh, as a defenseman and you have your partner, you definitely want to build that chemistry and relationship. Um, but what what is your relationship with Matt, him being so young? Yeah, Edgy's a really good guy on and off the ice. He's definitely stepped in and he's been playing – pretty good hockey as well and it's good that he stepped in and he's making my job a lot easier too and uh yeah he's he's a kind of a fun guy around the locker room to have and he always jokes around and he's always there for a good time yeah it seems like uh yeah it seems like edgy would be that kind of guy him and like uh i feel, I feel like jim hunter's the same way um growing up favorite team favorite player um, I'm a Boston Bruins fan. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I guess growing up, my favorite player would have been Sedano Chara. He's a guy I've always watched and I've, I've tried to model my game a little bit around him, but a little more offensively, I guess. But yeah, he's always a guy I've 
watched and admired. How do you feel about him going to Washington? I was a little rough, a little yeah. shocked at the time. And then Tory Krug is another guy I watched and him signing in St. Louis. So. <laughs> so are we converting you to a St. Louis Blues fan at all? Or are you just uh, – I've, I've actually never – I've always liked how St. Louis has played. I've always liked the ruggedness and they've played a heavy game. So they're always a team I've watched growing up as well. You guys just took down uh, Midland in that second game. Uh, what, what, was the, the, what was the vibe like in the locker room after, you know, dropping the first game on Friday and, and rebounding and uh, picking up the win? Um, everyone was a little uh, upset, I guess, with how we played Friday night. And we know we could always play better and there's always room for improvement. And I think lots of it was the game started creeping up on us through the week and the fatigueness kind of got to us. But Saturday night, we, we knew we have a full week or two here to recover to, before our next game. So just lay it out all on the line and let's go play our best. And you guys did. It was a, from our standpoint, you know, being up at the booth and broadcasting, that was a really fun game to watch, especially coming off that Friday night game. But, uh, yeah, you guys, you guys played great Saturday. It was like a whole different team. Yeah, it's just it's one of those things, I guess, it was day and night, and anybody can beat anyone in our league. So we're always looking to have our best game, but when we don't, we always have to worry about that rebound the next night, and hopefully we can do it, and we yeah. did, I guess. So. so do you have any, like uh... – pre-game rituals or anything fun um not really I got warm up I warm up the same always had the same warm-up since I was like 17 I guess but other than that not really I'm a pretty loose guy in the dressing room don't try and get too tense before games <laughs> who's the one guy in the locker room that that likes to keep it loose and you know Especially, you know, like we just talked about after a game like Friday, who's the guy that can kind of ease the tension and overall just keeps the boys, uh, you know, uh, having a good time? Um, Jack Harrison's pretty – he's pretty good at keeping us loose and he knows when to keep it serious, but he's definitely a guy that can keep the boys loose and focused at the same time. You definitely want that in a captain, especially, you know, a guy leading by example. We talked about block shots earlier in the, in the interview. Um, you know, he's another guy that loves eating pucks, and he, you know, he'll lay it out on the line. Um, but that's good to have a guy that's also a vocal leader, and you don't always have to be, like, captain serious or anything like Jonathan Tays. But, you know, if you have a guy that is, you know, very outgoing, keeps everything light in the room, I mean, that, that speaks, you know, volumes about him. And, uh, you know, when he can, you know, turn, you know, flip the switch, be serious, be not serious. Uh, I think that's great as a captain. Yeah, he definitely helps a lot, like with a guy like that in the dressing room. Um, yeah, he's, he's always been a guy I like since last year. He's definitely been that guy that I can turn to and he keeps everything light. And he's a guy that you can talk to on and off the ice. Got anything, Chuck? 
So before, yeah, kind of real, um, before Maryville, before coming here, did you have any, uh, were you looking at other opportunities um, or was Maryville one of the bigger ones you were looking at? Um, there was, uh, I had an offer in NCAA Division Three, but they, they were pretty expensive at the time. So Maryville was just, they were the one, and they, Maryville was kind of always the ones that were hounding and, <laughs> kept consistent on that they wanted me and they wanted me and they just made it an easy adjustment and they had their visit and stuff and I came out here and I just fell in love with it right away with every with how small the campus was and it just was a easy pick for me yeah you, offer. you like the area yeah it was pretty nice I came here myself I didn't have my parents or no one come with me so oh was, no kidding you were all by yourself wow yeah so I did it all myself and kind of adjusted looked around and did everything made sure it was the right fit for myself so are you enjoying classes how's school going with COVID and the new now the hockey season how's all that going oh yeah classes were a bit of an adjustment even starting last semester I was pretty used to going class every day and now having to stay home and do lots of classes it's a bit of an adjustment so trying to do our best to making sure I go to class every day still I guess but <laughs> it's just a, it was a big adjustment and I'm sure with the season and stuff playing now and it's going to still be a, an adjustment trying to balance the classes online and going to school still. Yeah, we talked about a little bit about COVID and, you know, the ramifications of everything that's happened. Is it weird not playing in, in front of fans? Like, do you have to – like, what, what do you do in order to get up for a game? Because, you know, sometimes when, you know, maybe you're playing a team that's, you know, not really at the same skill level as you guys, is it hard to get up for those games or – is it a little bit easier now, even though, even though there aren't any fans that, Hey, like I haven't played hockey in like, like you said, 11 months, like I'm ready to go out there. I don't care if we're playing, you know, who, it doesn't matter who we're playing. Is it, is it easier now to get up for those games? Oh yeah. For, for myself, uh, in junior, I played in front of some empty barns, so it wasn't, uh, that big I just think of it as oh yeah we got to go out we have a job to do still and yeah coming back to having played in 11 months it was one of those things where it's, everyone I think was just ready to go and wanted to play so it didn't matter with people without people it was just we wanted to go out have fun play some hockey and just enjoy what we love to do So do you have uh, – how long have you been in St. Louis now? Uh, this will be my second year. Do you have, like, a favorite restaurant or, or a spot to go hang out? Um, I really enjoy a Mod Pizza. <laughs> oh, I've never heard of that. Seriously? Yeah. No. That's what? Good. What's it called? The guy's not even from St. Louis. Margie, what are you talking about? <laughs> What's it called? Mod. Oh, mod. Oh, I've heard of mod. I think, you said, oh. I think you said a mods. I was like, oh, I've never heard of that. Oh, I know what mod is, dude. I make my own pizza there. It's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mod's a good choice. Have you had a chance to go to the hill in St. Louis yet? Uh, no. 
Okay. Well, that's that's the good Italian food. You need a Antoninio's, the tavern on the hill. <laughs> I haven't heard of any of those. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, whenever they open stuff back up, we'll we'll let you we'll we'll help you out. Corey will put it in your uh, your Yelp app. He'll uh, he'll set you up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, before we let you go, uh, Maryville being you know a pretty new program in terms of you know how many years it's been around. Um, you know, what do you hope to bring to this program uh, during your time here? Um, I can't, well, I hope to help the team build enough so we can like get some credibility within the league and help with getting new recruits and keep building the name. And I hope we can hope get to nationals and try and compete there. I'm always striving high when it comes to that stuff. So I hope we can get there one day, one year. All right. Well, hey, I think that's a, a pretty good goal to have. And we're hoping for a national championship sometimes in the near future. But uh, Cole, uh, we thank you for coming on the show today. And good luck with the rest of the season. We're definitely going to be watching and cheering you guys on. Yeah, thank you very much. All right, we want to thank Cole for coming on the show. Unfortunately, this week we do not have any trivia since Tom, a.k.a. Yom, is out. We're going to save it for next week. But we are going to go over our favorite moments so far of the season. Chuck, do you want to start it out? Yeah. I want to say, you know, I, we're probably all thinking it, but the comeback this, this past weekend versus Midland, I mean, it was, uh, it was rough seeing us lose to them on Friday night, the way we lost to them. We know we can beat them. And, uh, you know, we talked to Coach Hogan after the game, and he's like, you know, we'll, we'll come back ready to play. And that's, that's pretty much his message. We came out flying, Stavro, four goals, one assist, a five-point game. Um, yeah, so, so far, you know, we haven't had too many games, but the, my, my favorite moment so far is the way we played against Pitt in the second game. Beat them 5-1. Boom. And you're really – you're one bad bounce away from Dominic Boyley getting a shutout shut that up. game yeah. too. I so. mean, he did. I mean, Harrison yeah. scored on him. You know, I mean yeah. – <laughs> so, yeah. I think I think my highlight of the season so far, which, we like you said, was the, the, ba- the bounce back game was great. But I really uh, liked Jack Harrison's shorthanded goal in the first game. St. Louis kid gets the cap – you know, gets the C – and then he makes a great shot that really won us the game. I think yeah. that was the highlight of the short season so far for me. I think for me, I, I have to agree with Chuck in that, you know, this past this past weekend, you know, a tough game on Friday, really no flow to that game. But then you bounce back Saturday. And I think out of all four of the goals that Anthony Stavro had, I think the first one was my favorite probably so far uh this whole entire year that fight was pretty pretty fun too however um you know the two guys involved in that play Damian Karenji who I mean he well he had a goal in that game as well but you know he was trying to find the back of the net early on in that game and he's had a lot of opportunities so far in the season as well so to see him connect with Stavro and then Stavro just go in and just just I mean he buried that one dude he was off the chart buried it and, I mean, that really set the tone for what that game was. 
And, you know, you look, you watch the game, Maryville was all over them to begin the game. And they were last game too, but they didn't get the first goal. And that kind of took the, the wind out of their sails or the tires off their wheels, as I said on the broadcast, which made no sense. But the more <laughs> I think about it, it kind of does make sense. But, you know, that first goal really set the tone for the game. And, hey, you know what? I love to see it. And I hope to see it more throughout the rest of the entire year because it's, uh, it's been fun to watch. So uh, any, any final words from you guys before we head out of here? I think the, uh, from our standpoint, being that we've been broadcasting and bringing people to games, you know, when we play better, when the team plays better, you know, we quote unquote play better. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I had a lot of fun during that second Midland game. You know, everything's been fun uh, thus far. But, you know, during that Midland game, it was fun. Everything was flowing. We were playing good hockey. Our equipment was working. You know what I mean? Like, it was just a full team, uh, you know, good environment. So, um, hats off to them. Hats off to Coach Hogan. Coach Hogan. Coach Hogan. (laughs) (laughs) Three quarter zip. Uh, Quarter zip Hogan. (laughs) Quarter zip Hogan with his socks and brown shoes. Um, (laughs) <laughs> and bracelets, his multicolored bracelets. Can't forget that. So, yeah, hats off to them. Great season so far. Looking forward to the rest. Yeah, what he said. <laughs> All right. No, well, it, it's I'll been a lot of fun. I, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed it so far. And, you know, it was kind of last weekend was kind of tough, you know, with the Lindenwood and how that went. But this weekend, it was a lot of fun. And I can't wait till, uh, you know, they get back into town and we can do it again all over. Yep. Hopefully we can do it soon, but we have to wait a couple weeks to get back on the broadcast for this D1 team. But make sure you're watching all of our content on the best YouTube channel in college hockey. Subscribe to Maryville Hockey on YouTube. Also make sure you check out our next broadcast of Maryville Division II Hockey as... The Saints are taking on East ba- East Texas Baptist uh, Wednesday and Friday. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Friday night and Saturday morning on the Maryville Saints Hockey Network. And that is also on YouTube, Saints D2 Hockey. And then, of course, follow the MSHN on all of our social media accounts and then follow the podcast social media account at MU Hockey Network. Once again, we thank you for listening to this week of Two Minutes for Roughing. Everyone, have a nice day.